Alright, uh, today's one of those days where my eyes are <clears throat> making those blinking sounds while I blink and it sounds just gross, you know. Also, I'm still recovering from that, that other day, so I, you know, I just take it day by day, man. That shit knocked me down pretty hard. Oh well, though, right? First you don't succeed, first you don't see. Does this up off and try again. You can dust it off and try again, try again. Been a long time, time. Should have lived, you live. Yeah, you know that song. Anyways, so some people let me know they wanted to hear more Laundry Man, so I'll attempt to tell the second chapter called The Adventures of Laundry Man Static Clean, a Shocking Twist. Okay, so like at the end of the last installment, we saw that ball of electricity from <clears throat> Cotton Picker's static hands miss our hero and hit the janitor bystander who was presumed dead. And at this point, after his victory, Laundry Man felt pretty strong in defeating a huge, you know, mystical cotton monster. So we're at the laundromat with David and his apprentice, Taylor. And Taylor seems very troubled, speaking of how her estranged father keeps trying to get a hold of her. And David tells her she should be close to her family while she still can as he stares at a photo of him and his wife that, you know, has gone missing. Or is presumed dead as well, and is always that that picture has just always been up in the laundromat. But right, right before she can like reveal anything more, that is Taylor. You know, they see breaking news on the TV that a man is wreaking havoc in the middle of town. You know, with with, with electricity. Yeah. David fumbles with a reason to leave, and Taylor feels upset that he's leaving before she's able to ask him for help with this secret something. But he leaves. And heads to the middle of town as laundry man to face this unknown threat. And uh, David is now donning a mask to hide his identity and head to the middle of town. And sees the janitor that he thought dead. Come to clean up the mess you made laundry man. Static Kling yells. As they fight near the town fountain. You know like a water fountain. A huge town fountain. Yeah. Oh don't worry I know exactly how to clean this mess up he says. David has this belt, you know, like a utility belt with some homemade grenades that shoot out like hairspray and fabric softener. David throws a grenade near the fountain that Static Clean was standing by, breaking the fountain and having the water leak everywhere into, you know, the middle of town. And then the, the fabric softener kind of hairspray mixture stops Static Clean's powers. And David gets close to him and they begin to fight hand to hand. As they fight, David gets the upper hand, you know, because he's a boxer and he's able to knock Static Kling down on the ground. Right before David can go and completely stop him, Static Kling gets his powers back and is able to shock the entire water around them, shocking David down to the ground and basically incapacitating him. Static Kling went over Laundry Man with his hands glowing electricity. I'd like to see the face of the man that caused all this mess before I destroy him. As Static Clean took off the mask, he sees David's face and steps back. You, 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 I know your face. You and your wife have the laundromat. And all David could do was shake his head yes. Uh, and then Static Clean begins his monologue. There was one night, late at my job cleaning the town so that my wife, in hospice with cancer, would have the best care. One night, the pressure of cleaning the town and my wife being sick, I had a momentary lapse in judgment i met with another woman and as soon as the other woman had given me a kiss i knew what i was doing was wrong i couldn't do this to my wife and i left that woman 
that I was trying to cheat with, but that woman had left a lipstick stain on the collar of my white uniform, a reminder of my moment of infidelity. I went to your laundromat. Your wife helped me clean the stain off and told me that we all make mistakes. It's who we are after we fix these mistakes that define us. Your wife gave me a second chance. She cleansed me of my sin, and it's only fitting that I return the favor. Static Clean helps laundry men up. My wife is gone, David tells Static Clean. And Static Clean says, my condolences. I guess we are two people cut from the same cloth. Get it? Because it's, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, about laundry. Uh, the town isn't going to like this mess I made. I'll be turning myself in. And David is able to handcuff static cleaning with special, I don't know, lint catching dryer sheet type shit that keeps static from using his powers. And, and the day is saved. Back at the laundromat, you see Taylor opening up an old briefcase with old classified war documents inside. And, I, and she says, guess if I'm going to meet my dad, I'm going to need to dress up nice. And Taylor pulls out a long silk scarf. And that's basically the end of part two. So part three, I don't know, would introduce Taylor as like a character named Silk who has a silk scarf given to her by her grandmother who was a spy in the old war and had had this silk scarf engineered from specific spider silk that makes it bulletproof and indestructible, right? Her father that is coming for her to help, to, uh, help him be a part of his crime syndicate, his name is... Oh, Johnny Satin, I think that's the name I had, and he's the right-hand man to, you know, the later unknown threat, and Johnny Satin wears the fanciest satin suits, it's kind of like an old Al Capone gangster-looking character, and he's just trying to get his daughter to join, you know, the bad family side. Uh, yeah, I know this one was kind of a mess than the first one, I mean, the first one was kind of a mess too, but hey, whatever, it's a changing work in progress. Again, so... Let me know if you want to hear more. I guess the next one's titled uh, Silk and Satin, you know? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And all the kids cried out, please stop, you're scaring me, I can't help this awful energy. God damn right, you should be scared of me. Who is in control? Man, I saw um the news that they released that WNBA star. And I was like, wait, they're WNBA stars? <laughs> okay, they have stars? Whatever, right? This woman was imprisoned in Russia for having, I don't know what, CBD or weed on her over there, right? And of course, you know... Russia, I'm sure they did it just to fucking have some leverage and yeah, look at where it got them, you know. They got a trade for one of their prisoners we had, which was an arms dealer. And that's a pretty whack ass trade. That's like trading a basketball for a loaded gun. That's what it sounds like, right? I think so. Do speaking of prisoners though, do y'all remember that movie Prisoners from twenty thirteen with Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman? Alex, no, his name's really Jake Yellenhaw. That's how it says, Jake Yellenhaw. Uh, no, but the movies where Hugh Jackman's daughter goes missing and he thinks it's some creepy-looking dude that like kidnapped her, 
And I think Hugh Jackman's character is like a contractor or something. So he like captures that creepy dude and he thinks, you know, that thinks he took his daughter and he beats the fuck out of him. Puts him in like a shower at a house he's building. He seals, seals it so that it's completely dark. Puts the water where it's either scalding hot or freezing cold. And he's just torturing the shit out of that creepy dude trying to get the information out of him. Like, well, where's my daughter? I know you have my daughter. And at the end ends up being that creepy dude's like old parents that are the kidnappers. And the old people that actually kidnapped that dude years ago when he was a kid. What a twist, right? Nah, but yeah, that movie's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, y'all should check it out. It's from 2013 if y'all have never seen it. Even if it's just for Jake Gyllenhaal. The will to death is what keeps me alive. So I'll step away. Step away. Yeah, okay. I guess that's another episode. Huh. I guess so, right? Tell me uh, if y'all want more Laundry Man. I don't know. Whatever. If not, I, I understand. It's pretty fucking weird, right? I, I don't know. It's It's not my best work, but it's still something. And would you have done that trade for Brittany Griner? Like, shit, I bet. I bet as soon as she gets off that plane and lands here in America, they're probably going to arrest her here for some <laughs> bullshit charge, like like weed or something here, you know, and just put her in our prison system. Try to build a prison, try to build a prison, try to build a prison for you and me. Ooh, baby, you and me. Yeah, and um, tell me your favorite Hugh Jackman roles that aren't Wolverine, you know? And how cool is it to say Jake Yellenhaal's last name? Try it out. Jake Yellenhaal? But yeah, I guess that's it for another another day, another dollar, right? Take care and have a, a great weekend. Bye.